Bro. Yes, sir. Pretty, pretty, pretty awesome showcase of uh, rock and roll music the other night, brother. At the, uh, Appreciate that. Everybody in, came out. Everybody in attendance had a fantastic time. Yeah, they were getting thrown around in the crowd and stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't join that stuff. In a, in a restaurant, it was crazy. Yeah, it was, uh, it was wild. It's, it's a pizza and bar, so you know that's <laughs> it can happen. <laughs> yeah, just don't do it around the pizza. Per- you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I had a pretty awesome uh, buffalo chicken wrap there. It was all, it was on was that, point. Was that before or after? It was way before. Oh, oh, that's why you were not. Hungry or wanted anything. We have to Is break it? bread. We have to break bread. We haven't broken bread in a while. I think that's I think that's why I'm I'm upset with you right now. I figured it out. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh but yeah, I appreciate you coming out, you and the wife. I'm glad y'all enjoyed yourselves. Glad it was a very good turnout for the night. Um so that's uh you know. 50 Flies, uh, my band played there Friday. We had a good show. We got some good shows coming up. Check out the website. Uh, you can get you one of these. Ooh. Uh, Ooh, these what wine is glasses that? here if you want. What is, okay, my, my question is, what is currently in the wine glass? It's, it's not wine. I, I mean, I'm aware of that, it's but just, you're drinking it like soda. it's... Just drink it, just drink <laughs> it like soda. it's wine. I was just trying to look cool. I was just trying to look cool. <laughs> So that's, yeah, a wi- up, uh, that's a wine sip right that's a wine sip yeah. right there ladies and gentlemen <laughs> yes sir 50flies.com <laughs> hey man uh what are you watching lately my good sir yeah so you know we had an echo pop up um you caught that already and yeah it was five episodes not a long, do a long series on it. Five episodes. Uh, I finished watching it today, and you know, pretty, a lot packed into five episodes. Really, um, but it's not like overwhelming. It's not an overwhelming show. It wasn't like um, so much in those five episodes. It was, I think, m- more episodes would have been too much for it you know for the the little story they put together it's not a big ordeal it's not a big uh linking a bunch of movies together situation it's just specifically her kind of origin put into five episodes okay okay so i enjoyed it uh you know i don't know much about this character but as far as the show it wasn't like it was more of like a kind of like a drama than it was a superhero show. Uh, mm. So, you know, I thought they did pretty, pretty well on that short run. Did it remind you? Cause this is like, I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but it is on my radar. Um, yeah. Is it more in line of the, the, like the Netflix Marvel shows years ago? Uh, yeah, kind of something like that. Yeah, okay. very, very street level, street level, um, grounded situation. 
like those had some of them had powers, you know, stuff like that, but it was still more of a more dramatic, right? Than it yeah. was like gigantic wars and stuff like that. So gotcha. Um uh, yeah, I, I had a good time. Like I said, five so, episodes and I thought they were pretty solid. So there were no alien wormholes? I don't believe so, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I'll remember that. I don't think I missed that. Good deal, guys. Good deals. Yeah. All right. Well, what Javi is saying is uh, catch Echo Disney Plus. It's also on Hulu. I saw. So if you oh. have either or, oh, um, well, I think they are they are connecting now, right? Hulu and Disney. Yeah. So there's certain things that are on Disney Plus that are on Hulu. Certain things that are on Hulu that are on Disney Plus because you know the House well, of Mouse owns them all. Yeah. Well, I saw that Disney. You could watch Hulu specific hulu channel on disney plus oh i did not know this uh very limited i believe i haven't dove dove into it but i'll have to check that out okay okay well uh, you you tell us and I report back sir be, i will do my homework <laughs> good deal, sir. Uh, good deal. Well, also uh started watching i started watching echo with my brother well i was watching echo and he started watching it and he was like I don't know what's going on. I was like, well, I guess we're going to have to go watch Hawkeye. Oh, no. I am. Oh, so that's we the, the horror. <laughs> and Watching the, Je- no. Jeremy Renner and Haley Steinfeld just whoop ass <laughs> for six or so, seven episodes, uh, man. The worst. So, so made it through Hawkeye again, which was awesome. So good. Uh, I've just been kind of watching the the ones that just kind of put on the, the ranch, Supernatural the normals uh little new girl here and there nice but also rewatched transformer rise of the beast second showing okay we did we did review that one right yes yes we did okay so Uh, now it, it started streaming so uh yeah it could have could have could have went a different way sometimes but you know it was all right so do you still have the same feeling about it as you did when you watched it in theaters? Yeah, I mean, I still enjoyed it. Um, I really liked the. I think we kind of talked about it. it was like the movie was pretty good and fun, and then like that last big war was like the thing where I was like, all right, yeah, well, I was yeah. gonna be in this, in this big transformer war, you know? <laughs> well, um, we don't know what's going that on. Kind of completely, completely takes it off the rails out in some big desert thing, you know. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> you know, it was, it was still a good time. Well, we're getting another you, Transformers movie, sir. FYI. Let's go. Um, so, for starters, I have been watching Ted the Series on Peacock. I, I did not know that was a thing until just now when you kind of mentioned it. Yeah. So I will be hopping on that because I'm a fan of Ted. Dude, like it's Ted, Seth MacFarlane as the voice of the the, the teddy bear came back, but it's a 16 year old (laughs) Mark Wahlberg. Like John's character, he's 16 year old kid. They have bunk beds. I (laughs) I, I saw like a video clip somewhere 
where it was like that. And I was like, what is that from? I don't remember seeing that in the movie. Yeah. And then I just kind of watched it and then just went on with my life and didn't think nothing of it again. And now it makes sense. So Dude, it's thank you well, for it's, tying it's that the most string up. <laughs> perfect thing ever. Okay. It's <laughs> Seth MacFarlane comedy. So if you're a fan of uh family guy, Orville, yeah. the Ted movies, like this is his brand of comedy where like, yeah, He's going to talk shit about everybody. Okay. <laughs> this is that a was TV, thing, right? This is a TV MA show. Okay. It's a family show. It is wow. a family show, but it is an adult family show, guys. And it is hilarious. It's 1993. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> is and, it uh, in Massachusetts? <laughs> is it releasing uh, multiple episodes, a bunch of episodes, one episode at a time? So, according so. So according to IMDb, it's a miniseries. So it's only seven episodes. Okay. okay. Um, I'm six in. I have one more left. I want there to be another season because it's just so damn good. Okay, so they're all dropped already. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have all dropped. So that's what I'm currently doing. Fantastic. We got we got Peacock Peacock back up in the house. So I'm gonna go check it out. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Also, also, dude, I've been I've been kind of like this is the the okay, so I when I say like I crush movies, like mm-hmm. I crush movies, sir. Like I for some strange reason went on a kick. And Okay. It all started because I wanted to see the Arnold and Carl Weathers handshake and the predator. That's the reason why I even turned this movie on. I'm flipping through, through max. Yeah. yeah. And I flip it through, through max and I'm like, you know what? I just want to, here's predator. Ooh, I want to see this scene. And then like, yeah, you just yeah. can't just like watch that scene and then turn it off. Yeah, you're trying to see uh two gigantic arms and, uh, a uh, little bromantual embrace. <laughs> yeah, dude, with the tightest polos like on. That. With the two yeah. guys, with, two big guys with the tightest polos on ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I go to watch the entire movie, and it's fantastic. I've seen it a million times. I'll see it a million more times. Right, right. The Predators is a fantastic movie. Um, then I'm like, <laughs> I can't stop there. As soon as it, as soon as the credit starts rolling, it's nah. like, hey. You want to watch Predator 2? Answers, of course I do. Of course I want to watch Predator 2. Keep rolling. <laughs> watch Predator 2. Right? That's Danny Glover <laughs> yeah. versus a Predator with, with dreads in L.A. Loved it. Beautiful movie. Uh, and then I was like, hmm, what should I do next? Watch. What comes in order? Uh, Predators or AVP comes first? Hmm. Let me watch AVP aliens versus predators. So I watched that. And then I watched predators with, um, you know, a whole host of people like Alice Braga and stuff like that. And then I just go watch alien. And then I watch aliens. Jeez. You were in it hard, dude. I'm hitting these, these like eighties and nineties sci-fi flicks super hard right right now, bro. Um, so how far did you make it in? I I am I have to watch Alien 3. 
I watched yeah. Aliens last night. Uh, I got to watch Alien 3. I got to watch um, Pre- Alien versus Predator Requiem, which is the second one. Um, yeah. I have a list. I have a list. Yeah, yeah you got to hit what's uh, Prometheus. Why I'm doing this? Uh, so this, Why I'm doing this is beyond me. But this is awesome. Well, I, I, I think subconsciously you know that there's another Alien movie coming out. I think this year, one. actually. Yeah, Alien Romulan. Yep. Oh, yeah. So this will be the third so, prequel. See what happens, right. man. The, the first one was like well, Phantom... The first one was like uh, the Phantom Menace. It was trash. The second one was okay. (laughs) Okay. Alien Romulus. Revenge of the Sith. It should be pretty awesome. If if history plays out again, this is where we should be at. True, but also also Spider-Man 3 sucked. So now I'm just confused. So I don't know. know. I mean, why why do we always got to bring... Toby McGuire into this. All right. And Topher Grace. Don't forget that guy. <laughs> yeah, Topher. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man. man. Good old Topher Grace. You know, he yeah. was also the villain in, he was one of the villains in Predators. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just this dude get around anything alien related. He's a bad guy. Simple as that. Yep. We got to, yeah. we got to take this, this guy yeah. down, man. That damn Topher Grace. <laughs> Welcome to the episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we're discussing the show for what brings me to you. Players in our Movie of the Week, Lift. So cold when it hits your lips, man. I just love ice water. It's so, it's just so oh good. It's so good. From a, from a glacier in Alaska. Oh man! <laughs> hey guys, we have um best place to get it. <laughs> we got some trailers coming at you here, team. Uh, what brings me to you and players? Honestly, no clue what these are about. Just kind of bring you along. We're gonna check them out and we're gonna let you know. Uh, you can see our full reaction yep. to this and actually the full episode of the pod on our YouTube page that we have, team. We have a YouTube page. Click that link That's tree good. in the show notes. Uh, and like always, guys, like, share, subscribe, and tell your mama. We don't usually say that last part. I just thought it was interesting. I need to stop yep. watching Ted. All right, team. We have here what brings me to you. Two romantic burnouts meet at a wedding and almost hook up in the coat room before putting the brakes on. They agree to exchange candid confessions about their past on and off chance that this might be the real thing. Starring Lucy Hill and Nat Wolf. JV. Yep. This is different than most of the movies that we ever watch. This is small. This is um, more just like about two people. Give me, give me your thoughts about this trailer, brother. I was kind of trying to figure out what was going on. Um, did it seem to you like they were 
we were telling the stories and we were seeing the stories and they were like watching the story. Like they were like, they were there watching the story that the other person was telling. That's exactly what it was. Like they were telling their past or whatever. And then, and then they were like in the scene. They were kind of like, they weren't like a part of the scene, but they were just standing in there yeah. having a conversation yeah. with the storyteller that that's the part I was just, I was like, that's kind of a cool way to do tell like a story that happened in the past is invite yeah. that person who's listening in there. Um, I thought that was really cool. I thought that was really, really dope. Um, yeah, I like that. Cool. Yeah. That was a interesting way to, to put it. I think that'd be pretty entertaining. Uh, myself, uh, and I mean, I'm not up with these two actors here much, um, but kind of from what their their chemistry was showing on screen, there they looked like they were going to be uh, a good duo. Dude, you don't know who Nat Wolf is, bro. I'm not familiar with his work, sir. Paper Towns, Death Note, The Fault in Our Stars. Come on, man, he's literally like a young james dean and i was okay i was just watching like clone wars like a week ago you think i'm <laughs> watching this guy's movie on a regular come on <laughs> i want to i want to say that he he was i don't know if it was no it was josh peck it wasn't him it was josh peck who was in oppenheimer right oh i know josh peck's filmography sir bring him into this i'm sorry i'm so sorry (laughs) it's like it's like two movies it ain't much it's mostly tv shows (laughs) you look so good Uh, now uh yeah no i'm not familiar with with him and like has said his work but i mean the chemistry on on this trailer between the two seem you know like they've got some uh they put some work in Yeah, so this flick, guys, um, Lucy Held, Nat Wolf, kind of like the. It's like we've seen this, right? Two people like meet each other at a at a wedding, and they hook up, and might possibly be a relationship, might possibly not. Uh, but this is kind of yeah. a different twist on it, where they do put the brakes on it, and they do try to figure out like, is this a real thing or is this like a fling? So. Um, I'm kind of digging it, man. This is this might be like a cute little date night flick to kind of check out, and yeah, it'll be a fun fun time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. So we'll go ahead and throw this on the socials, and uh, team, let us know your thoughts. All right, team. Uh, we got players according to IMDb. New York sports writer Mac has spent years devising successful hookup plays with her friends. But when she unexpectedly falls for one of her targets, she must learn what it takes to go from simply scoring to playing for keeps. This one stars Tom Ellis, Gina Rodriguez, Damon Wayne Jr., Joel Courtney, and a whole host of other people. Yeah. So what were you saying, sir? Uh, she's Barney. She's Barney. She really is, though. I mean, she's Barney. She's got a playbook. She's trying to set the boys up, doing her own thing. 
you really are and, hitting it on the head. I didn't even think about that. I was thinking more in the lines of like with one of the yeah. Damn it! You're you're a genius. Let's <laughs> shut it down. Pot over. All right, guys. <laughs> I was thinking more like uh, on like Hitch, but yes, yeah, definitely Barney. Definitely. No, this is de- this is definitely not not Hitch. Uh, no. I didn't I didn't get a Hitch vibe like. Well, Hitch was more of like a love story situation where he was finding was, people this like is really like, in love. Yeah, yeah. This was like yeah, this let's just like hook up with everybody up in New York. Yeah, let's hook up with everybody in New York. <laughs> let's be let, let's be harlots in New York. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This is a family yeah. show, so I don't want to use bad words, guys. So, um, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. I, you know what? This is the type of stuff that I want to see on Netflix right here, man. This is a Netflix movie through and through. Yeah, where, yeah. 10, 15 years ago, would this this would have been a good theater release and a good Friday night date movie or whatever. But this is more for the couch, popcorn, wine, and just enjoy it with, with somebody. You know what I mean? This is a, yep. that type of flick. Um, love the cast. Looks like there's some good chemistry here. And definitely. Yeah. Also, the the lead uh gina rodriguez just looks fantastic in this flick so this one yeah. uh when this, when this drops i will definitely be uh watching it posting up this comes from uh trish c the director and Whit anderson the writer so yeah kind of excited about this one this will be fun good deal yes sir with those one on our socials team All right, team, let's jump into this week's movie. <clears throat> All right. We have Lift. This movie dropped uh, this past Friday. It's directed by F. Gary Gray and written by Daniel Kunka. Uh, we have a $100 million budget. Uh, as far as the gross, who knows? We're streaming on Netflix. They don't release their financials to us. Netflix dollars. Yeah. Starting this, we have Kevin Hart as Cyrus, uh, Gugu Ra as Abby, Sam Worthington as Huxley, Vincent D'Onofrio as Denton, Ursula Cabrero as Camilla, Camilla, Billy Manusen as Magnus, Kim Yoon Ji as my son, um, Vivek Carla as Luke, Jean Rene as Jorgensen, excuse me. Jean Renault as Jorgensen. I forget how to pronounce his last name. Uh, Jacob Batalone as N8. And some henchmen. I really love it <laughs> when we have movies like this where you have to like name a bunch of like international people's names. And it's just hilarious. The it's, time. it's really hard to like roll in and out of like different, <laughs> different names from different dialects across the world yes 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 (laughs) that that's the hardest part like when it's a bunch that are like kind of the same it's not as bad but i'm like you know you gotta read the 
the fanatics, I think is what it's called. And then the accents on them and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's all crazy. Hence why I wrote the, (laughs) that's why I wrote this the way I wrote this. So you can do that. I don't have to. Exactly. I'll, I'll do all the heavy lifting with, with the with the talking, but you got to say the names, yeah. David. So yeah, <laughs> he's. I want nothing to do with that. Yes. <laughs> all right, man. Go ahead and give us that a uh, quick quick synopsis. Of this. Uh, so we have Kevin Hart starring in a heist movie as Cyrus. Um, basically, this team is uh trying to rip off some gold out of a plane. Uh, to help the um, help Interpol. That's pretty much the whole movie. That's it. That's, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Not crazy. Let's start. At, let's start at the top here, man. We have <laughs> Kevin Hart as Cyrus, a renowned thief and leader of the, the heist crew. So we get a different Kevin Hart in the in this film, man, and I actually appreciated it. He's working with the renowned director, F. Gary Gray, and we don't need the Kevin Hart that we see, know, and love, uh, you know, from all the other movies that he's done. He's actually, like, his voice is a little deeper. He's calmer. He's yeah. more of a leader in this in this film. And I appreciated, like, that level of acting to to push the story forward because it could have been really just a Kevin Hart comedy romp if he kept on doing the things that he does well. Don't get me wrong. Those things are hilarious. That's why we go see yeah. Kevin Hart movies, but it would have not, the rest of the team wouldn't have shined. The story wouldn't have really came through. We just would have been waiting for that next Kevin Hart yeah. funny thing. Like he really was not funny in this movie at all. And that's like appreciative. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, he would have it wouldn't have worked for this movie. He wouldn't have been the guy for this role if he would have been funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he he was taking on like that um Robert De Niro in in Heat, you know, the, the leader yeah. of the heist crew uh type type guy. So it just definitely you're right, it just definitely would not have, have worked. If he was just like, oh, oh, I'm Kevin, Kevin Hart, I'm a short guy, whatever. Oh, no, you didn't type type thing. So once again, definitely <laughs> appreciate it. That's my best Kevin Hart impression. What are you, what are you laughing at? So I good. See, I was I like, <laughs> I closed my eyes for a second. I was like, where am I at? It's Kevin, Kevin's my new <laughs> podcast host. It's crazy. I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Anyway, moving forward here, we got uh, Gugu uh, Mbatha Ra as Abby, an Interpol agent, and uh, she's the one who is, she's the Interpol agent who has been after Cyrus and her and his crew for a while. Mind you, Cyrus and his crew are, they are. They're thieves, but they're art thieves. Like they explained it to Jacob Batalon's character in the yeah. movie, where they re-steal priceless works of art, get paid for it, and then like it was a weird kind of story as far as like how they they steal things and, and still are hanging out on yachts and shit. I was confused. I was confused. Yeah, it was like a it was like a very 
a, a very shady Robin Hood situation. Yes, right? good. Yes, like everybody, like everybody gets gets paid. Like they're not, they're paying the artist, but they're also selling it again. It's yeah, it was a. They try to act like they weren't thieves. They were still stealing it at some point. Yes, exactly. They're still damn thieves, okay? (laughs) Priceless works of art, and they're over here selling it to the highest bidder, so. Yeah. Uh, But no, Abby's character is the one who's chasing them the entire time. Uh, She is Interpol agent who actually has to turn around and hire Cyrus and his team for this big job to stop this uh, terrorist. Uh yeah, that's basically, and then she actually joins them on the, on the mission. So yeah, you know, that's we've her. Heard, we've heard that story before. Uh, can't place it exactly. That was sarcasm, but uh, I really can't. We've heard can't the story it. before. Probably, probably seen it a million times. Yeah. <laughs> probably seen it a million. Name one movie that this hasn't happened in. Yeah. Or just, or just one franchise that's happened multiple times in. Mm. Uh, mm. Anyways. Anyways. The Naughty Nine, where his sister had to come. <laughs> <laughs> his sister had to be like, fine, I'll help yeah. you guys out. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. We'll go to the North that's Pole. Uh, but yeah, she's... she's So, like, and then her, Abby, and Cyrus's thing is they did have a... A weekend, a week together, where they both were undercover uh, and kind of had business a business week, had a had a had business a thing. And then they found out that one was an Interpol agent, the other one was an art thief, so they had to go separate ways. So yeah, that's always fun. Moving forward, here we got Sam Worthington as Huxley. That's a name for you, Abby's boss at Interpol. And as much as I lo- remember when Sam Worthington first came on the scene, everybody was like, "Dude, this guy is like." the next big thing. And then he did Avatar and like a couple of movies that were trash. And then he really hasn't uh, done anything since. He was in one of the Terminator movies too, right? Yes, he was Terminator, Terminator Terminator salvation. The one where, um, Christian Bale almost went off on everybody on the set. Cause he was method acting as James Conner. Everybody's like, everybody's like having a good (laughs) time. Everybody's having a good time <laughs> on a Terminator set. Christian Bale was like, calm Nev down. I'm method acting, you pieces of shit. Yeah. yeah he, has, he has a total meltdown. Um, that's, on that, that's what that is. Yeah, but that movie itself, like, I enjoyed that movie because of the way Christian Bale did, but, like, it still just was not a good film. And Sam actually wasn't yeah. bad in it. Sam actually is not bad in any of his movies, just that, like, he was supposed to be like that next big thing and it just didn't work out. So we see him yeah. in a very small role here as um, an Interpol lieutenant, major commander, boss or whatever. And right. he's the one, he's the one who kind of introduces Abby to the fact that there is this terrorist banker that they need to go ahead and steal from. And he goes, yeah, go get your boy Cyrus and his <laughs> crew to kind of go ahead and do it. So, you know, that's where, that's where Sam kind of comes into play. Right. Uh, Vincent D'Onforio as Denton, an inside man, master of disguise and member of Cyrus crew. So I, I love Vincent D'Onforio 
In this movie, though, very underutilized in this film. Yeah, it was kind of surprising, like, how he was very much pushed to the back of everybody else. Yes. Uh, for for an actor of his stature. And caliber, you know what I mean? Like, he is... Yeah, yeah. He's so good in anything that he does. And, like, what what they gave him, he killed it, but it just wasn't much. I wanted to sink my teeth into something, like, into more of his character. I wanted to see more disguises. Yeah. I wanted to see, you know, him with all these different accents and everything. Well, I mean, just going down the roster here, I mean... He just, he looks just very out of place in this particular movie. Yeah. You have all these like young, uh, you know, tech, I mean, all these types. Kevin things. Hart, like even Kevin, you know, he's not, he, he's doing big things, but he's not on the same caliber as, as Vincent is. Okay, you so mean you weak. mean that you mean the actors himself, the actor himself. Okay, got you. See, I was actually yeah, thinking. Yeah. I, so you're thinking about it on the outside. I'm thinking about it on the inside of the movie, where like you you have this whole both. team. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Agreed, yeah. agreed, yeah. agreed. Like it was yeah. a weird fit, and I actually thought when we first saw him that maybe he was gonna be like some some ploy that just kind of happens or like some Mr. Magoo kind of character that happens throughout the movie that he wasn't a part of the team. He was just kind of there as like a rich, yeah. whatever aristocrat or whatever, Ooh. but that wasn't the case. He was actually on the team and it just didn't fit yeah. because even on the heist on the, on the plane itself, your character was very useless, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was almost like the heart of the, of the, the rest of the team. Like, yeah. Like Kevin's trying to lead the team and he's like trying to encourage everybody. Uh and make sure everybody gets their job done. But but even like at the beginning of the movie, you know, when I saw him, I thought it was maybe he was gonna be some of the like the bad guy. I thought he was yeah. the bad guy in the movie. Gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, he 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 definitely fell to the back on that. But yeah. Under definitely underutilized in this role here uh we got well, Ursula. interesting to see his personality like that that's oh, pretty interesting i mean i mean it's wilson fist right there man you see that guy yeah, yeah it's great to see and like the thing with him is like him with a beard it looks good him without the beard that's just wilson fist dude i'm just i'm just afraid for the rest of my my life well well it's interesting like how much just that changes him like you you like i was watching echo and and wilson fisk is in echo and then you see him in this movie and honestly it's just like two different two completely different people almost totally different people dude not the same Pretty person awesome. at all i don't see yeah because <laughs> doesn't because doesn't he look a lot bigger and heavier in echo and uh yeah yeah right he looks more intimidating right wild um all right moving forward here we got ursula cabrero as camilla a pilot a member of cyrus's crew here so she's the one who doesn't want uh abby to join the team i thought in the background that there was going to be like a, I really love you cyrus i'm your number one or whatever like i thought they were going to play into that a little bit but no she just doesn't trust the law i get it whatever um 
but yeah, she's the pilot and she has to do a lot of flying because obviously this is a heist movie in the air called Lift and she gets to fly this really dope. I mean, you know, a little something something. Um she has she gets to fly this this awesome like uh private plane. Uh yeah. well, you know, that was that was fun for her character. I did enjoy that. Uh probably the best character of the movie right here, Billy Magnuson, um as Magnus. <laughs> A safe cracker member of Cyrus's crew uh, doesn't like guns. Just like, is this really just in this for the fun? You know what I mean? Like everybody else is like I, the oh, money, yeah. uh, the notoriety. No, no he just wants to play with toys and get into like safes and stuff like that, man. And yeah. that's what I, that's, that's what so I appreciated from his character. Yeah. Like when they're talking about cracking the safe, they're like, so what do we do when we get it? And he's like, we get the gold. He's like, we get to see it. <laughs> that's, that's all he cared about was just just being able to see the gold see the yeah. treasure yeah i don't need it whatever you know i just yeah. the fact that like i just able to like do this right he's one of those guys yeah. he he reminds me like of my brother when we were kids my brother would always just like you know we'd get like a a robot or like a rc race car or whatever brother would just, immediately would just rip it apart, it apart. christmas day oh sweet Soon as those first set of batteries go dead, he's over here, Reptar, right? And then he's just like <laughs> figuring out it and like figuring it all out. That's like yeah. what's his mind, and it's it's less about having the toy and more about all the inner workings of it. And that's kind of what that that kind of childlike thought mentality is what yeah. Magnus reminded me of, um, which was. Which was a breath of fresh air because it wasn't about the money for him. That wasn't about the gold for him. It was just right, right. doing doing this with your buddies. You know what I mean? So I really did enjoy that. Um, Kim Yoon Ji as Misun, a hacker and member of Cyrus's crew. So she's the tech person. Yep. Um, can hack into any the software. Hacker. Blah 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 blah. Um. Helps out the team along the way, especially when they're when they're on the uh, on the plane. Uh, Vivek yep. Kari as Luke, an engineer who's a member of Cyrus's crew. Um, also a tech guy. You know what I mean? We got we got multiple tech people here. One's a yeah, hacker, yeah. one's an engineer. I don't know what the difference is. They probably should work together, do a lot, do a lot of good damage. So who knows? <laughs> um, yeah. Jean Reno uh, as Gorgonson. He is our big baddie. Uh, he's a banker and a terrorist mastermind who's the target of the crew's heist. So basically, Abby's Abby gets Cyrus's team to stop Gorgonson's plane from delivering gold to this terrorist group. Really so, weird plot, guys. So this gives me the uh this part gave me that like um Raiders vibe, you know, like the treasure still gets there no matter what <laughs> situation. You are you are two for two today, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like like as the you know, like as the 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 clouds part and they're like, we gotta, we're landing on this island. I'm like, okay. So it ended up there anyways. All right, then. 
<laughs> right? What did y'all do? Y'all didn't even. <laughs> you, just, you really didn't do. <sighs> you, you basically destroyed my man's private plane for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You could just follow them there and then fine. <laughs> what, a, what a camera. What a camera phone. Yeah. <laughs> what an iPhone. You would have been good. <laughs> Just got to get on Facebook Live and you would have been good, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, man. Um, But, you know, it, it's obviously good <laughs> always seeing Jean Renault. Yeah, yeah, I agree. In films. He was a he was a interesting bad guy. It wasn't too intimidating. We saw him off screen a lot. Like, it was he was over here in his villa or his estate waiting most yeah. of the time and then we saw him be bad the last like seven seconds of the movie so mm-hmm. um jacob batalon as in a nft artist he was only in in it for the first what 20 minutes of the movie yeah um but his technology is what helps the team win the day save the day not die i guess i i, I don't know um mm. Yeah, and then we have a list of a bunch of henchmen in this movie as well. JV, yes sir. This is a this is a a Netflix heist comedy film. Uh, the the look and feel of this movie, man. Talk to me. Um, I mean, it, it was definitely a Netflix feel movie. Um, they do things in a little bit higher. Uh, frames per second, things like that, um, which you kind of lose a little bit of the the big movie feel, yeah. And you get more of a like that that TV streaming feel, which is fine. But at the same time, like the sets and things on the movie were, I mean, I think the coolest thing was really the plane. Um, but I mean, that was nothing real amazing about anything in the movie to me uh other than the opening scene was really cool like you know, where they were at with the the artwork and yeah the boat and getting to the yacht after that it kind of was like all right cool now we're on this real fancy plane which was cool too but it wasn't you know but like i, I like feel whatever after that <laughs> I, f- I felt like i felt like we were right in the same world of red notice like that's the that's, yeah. that's the vibe i kept on getting like i've already seen this movie and i saw this movie two years ago with the the the, the rock and ryan reynolds like in red notice like i just that that was the vibe the entire time I, yeah from me at least well you know you get you get that kind of thing like say with this with like netflix and certain streaming things if they have a a layout a certain look they go for and i don't know why it's that way it's just what they do yeah. and you kind of see it right and you can definitely see that they're not using a super expensive nice studio to finish off their stuff like like uh like we get with um, just movies and things like that. It's a different. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a different yeah. level of, of finishing off the film, and when you see that in these quality of films, uh, but like sets and stuff like that, you know, there was nothing real fancy or real 
um, amazing to me in this movie. Coolest thing was Cyrus's apartment. That was the coolest thing. That pool was really dope. <laughs> yeah. His apartment yeah, yeah. was really, really cool, man. Outside of that, like, yeah, the the private plane with the stripper pole was really cool. Um, but it just didn't wow me. And then you have a director like F. Gary Gray who did um, the Italian job, right? Um, mm-hmm. Fast, Fast and the Furious 7, right? He's done, like, all these great movies, which is, like, which are beautiful, in-depth, yeah. just gorgeous films. Um, and then, like, we, we have this, right? We did Law Abiding Citizen. We did Be Cool. Um, yeah. Straight out of Compton. So, like, he has a, he's a director with an eye that can, that has, that can do, like, beautiful sets, that can make things just come to life, and you feel like this is a world that is lived in. It It sucks because this is, like, a movie where, you knew when Magnus's character was on the ice, that was all blue green green screen. Like it just wasn't even. Yeah. It was. It was just like, oh yeah, he was literally standing in front of a blue screen, faking being cold. Well, so like, this could, is not even real. Yeah, he could have made a more decision to like keep that a little tighter, um, make it look a little better. But that's what I'm saying. Like you get, you get that out of a studio that isn't a Disney or a big studio like that, that can really pull it off at the end of the day. True, true, true. But even so, man, like I feel like a lot of places, a lot of studios are, are moving to, to that. And it just doesn't feel real. And we can tell. Yeah, we can tell like, like we, we watched the movie, um, uh, the killer and like that is a lived in world everywhere that that character moved we felt like yo this is the real world he's here he's moving yeah. from location to location place to place making all these killings and everything of that nature like that felt really real um oppenheimer felt really real both those movies yeah. by mind you two great directors to artists and they use uh vfx in both of those movies yeah it's just that how much you use or how little you use there uh and in this one i i just feel like that's where studios are going and they're 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 losing their touch in that and f gary gray is better and it's kind of upsetting because whatever yeah. it's a net it's a netflix movie maybe i'm just going yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i'm just getting too damn passionate about this yeah. i guess <laughs> damn it clyde <laughs> whatever whatever man whatever yeah. all right and then obviously the, the the music i don't even know i don't even care it was like, like yeah this is probably okay like i i, I will say this and then i'll talk about a a, a theme here Friday, set it off, the negotiator, a man apart, the Italian job, be cool, law abiding citizens, the sea of trees, straight out of Compton, the fate of the furious, and men in black international. Okay. F. Gary Gray's worst movie out of the list that I just said was this one. 
not the yeah. not the plot of the story, just the look of the movie was this one. And that's what's upsetting because he did the fucking Italian job. Yeah. Well, How gorgeous of a movie that is. <laughs> yeah. I, one of my favorites. Yes. All time. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about a theme now that I'm pissed off. Angry. I'm going to put, little, <laughs> I'm put little smoke things coming out your ears. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> that's going to cost way too much money. Oh, man. Um, this movie and its theme, man, as, as loose of a plot, this is as many plot holes as in this movie. Um, this is a tale. You're right. I think you, you said it. This is a tale of Robin hood, um, where the thieves are doing the right thing. And Abby understanding that like hey maybe it's not all about following the law and being on this side of the law you know i can still do good and be a good human being and be a part of this team who steals world-renowned paintings and stuff well she only saw that when they were working on her mission true if they went and stole some more paintings it wouldn't have been the same they'd still be criminals in, in, in her eyes, yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes, yes. So that's that's kind of the vibe that I got for this film. Yeah, she's 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 making her way on my list with Mary Jane Watson as well. So ooh ooh, you know, ooh. gotta watch out. Gotta watch out now. JV, give me your thoughts and ratings on this, brother. Yeah. Yeah, um, I did not really enjoy this movie. Uh, like, it just... It just didn't... It just wasn't that great. Yeah. In the long run of the, the whole thing. Uh, like I said, Kevin Hart doing his thing Like with, with this. He did a good job. They all kind of did a good job. Just the movie as a whole... Like, when I got done, I didn't, you know, there was no part of this movie where I was just like, this is awesome. Or even really like, this is a pretty cool movie. And that never happened. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to give it uh, two buckets of popcorn. Uh, mostly because of Vincent and him being a little weird. And I enjoyed seeing <laughs> his character. And I wish we saw a lot more. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as a whole, I, I didn't really in- enjoy the movie that much. What about you? Yeah, man. Um, you know, when we get an, a Netflix movie, even one with uh, somebody like Kevin Hart and stuff like that, like I don't expect much, right? But then you attach yeah. a director like F. Gary Gray to it, then my expectations rise, right? Yeah. And yeah. I, I was let down with this film. Like... Less about, less about the plot, and more just like this does not like. I keep on saying this does not look like a good movie, like visually yeah, yeah, appealing yeah. and stunning. That's what's Agreed. upsetting to me. On top of that, yes, like the plot is very razor thin. 
also, also, what pisses me off even more, <laughs> okay, Simon Kimberg and Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves wrote and directed the Batman, did like the Planet of the Apes movies, okay? Right. Simon Kinberg, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Sherlock Holmes, um, all the all the Marvel, all the uh, X Men movies, right? He's been a part of all, all of those. Uh, he has he's just like a world renowned writer. They both produced this. Why? <laughs> you know, it's that's yeah. I mean that that really factors into it, right? You got this. Pretty solid, you know, I wouldn't say solid cast because they're not all, you know, top of the, the list of, of actors. But you got a solid production pretty, team, though. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say you got that solid team on the, the front end and the back end of the movie. And it just didn't feel good, man. It just really didn't feel that great uh, that the movie progressed like it did. It's one of those things where it's like, who signed off on the parts of this movie that we just look at and are like, that's not a good look. Right. hundred hundred million dollars for this. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one, man, I'm right there next to you, brother. Uh, this gets two buckets of popcorn. Uh, I'm, I'm going to forget about this movie when this pod wraps up, man. I'm not going to watch this again. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Netflix Lift. Next week, we'll be discussing the Lakeith Stanfield flick, The Book of Clarence. You can catch that in a theater near you. Like always, I'm Clyde Smith. You can find me across all socials. I'm Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me across all socials at Mr. J8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. We definitely needed more Denton in this movie. Agreed. Agreed.